0: Today on Real Ghost Stories Online What do you do when a friend claims To see and chase spirits That only they See around the house Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online Call in your Real Ghost Story Now
1: at 855-853-4802 Or write in at RealGhostStoriesOnline.com You
0: are about to of the unknown, and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd absolutely love to hear them. Of course, you can also uh, write in at realghoststoriesonline.com and uh, if you'd like to help keep the show on the air, get access to our advanced episodes, our bonus, bonus episodes, brand new ones every single week, Our archive of uh, all of the ghost stories, quite literally the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, the ebook, the audio book. Sign up to be a a EPP member at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories and get in on all of the extras. It's Tony and Carol Wiggum on today's episode of the program. What's going on?
2: Well, Tony, um, not a lot. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. (laughs) Because of my life. Has a lot going on. And then it would just turn into a therapy session and all that shit. And it wouldn't be about ghosts. It'd be all about me. Yeah. You
0: know. A lot going on, but not a lot that you really want to speak about out loud right now. No. Okay.
2: So let's just, that was the rudest thing to do. That's that thing that people are like, what's going on with her? (laughs) Like, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. This is enough.
0: You no, have to get it out of just, me. What's that? You have to get it out of me. Right. Yeah.
2: We're not talking about it today. Yeah. No, we're really not either.
0: So. I know. I love Anyways. people. Yeah. I, and I know that was not your intent by any means, but it's fun. like I, I had, there's someone the other day that uh, and they'll remain nameless where it was. Did you hear about uh, so-and-so's uh, medical uh, something that's going on? I'm like, no, I didn't know about that. Wait, what? What? So what is going on? And like, well, you, you can just you have to ask that person we'll you have to see no. if they want to tell you about it. I'm like you can't tell me, huh? Like, like, no, like, like, what are we holding back here? And it's just fucking insane.
2: <laughs> well, especially if it's a medical thing, exactly. it's
0: like, it's like, this is, it was not like a HIPAA violation thing either. It's nothing like that. It's more like, you, like you care about the person. and It's like, you're giving a little tease about something that, is important, but you're, so you're gonna just like hold that back. Like, okay, have fun with So then with that. you go,
2: you call him up and go, hey, so I was talking to so and so, and you like, you got a medical thing going on. I, I mean, did. you can't really do that.
0: I did. I mean, because it, I mean, <laughs> but but it, it was appropriate to do so. But okay. it was also insane not to, you know, to like, I got this little carrot over here. Like, okay, whatever but again. Is it
2: that kind of thing? Like, well, obviously, I'm a better friend because yeah. I know the thing.
0: It's like, what the? And fuck you are don't. You doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, yeah. They'll, they'll <laughs> again remain nameless. 4802 is our. Phone I could number. guess. <laughs> I'm sure you could. <laughs> Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Let's go to our first story today. It says, hello, in December of 2005, I encountered something I've never seen before or since. My friend rented a house and a few days later asked me if I would also move in with him. I declined as I was happy with my living arrangements at the time. He then told me if I will not move in, he was going to move out immediately finding that strange i asked him why he began trying to ease me into a story about he was how he was seeing a shadow that walks around the house at nighttime not really believing him i was invited over to stake the place out overnight now we're there in the master bedroom peeking under the door for longer than i cared to do so every few minutes he would scream there it is and jump up and try to chase something that clearly did not exist i began to question his sanity after about three weeks he was getting ready to give the keys back to the landlord And he'd already left the house in favor of a hotel. We decided to have a party with a few friends in the house because it was a nice place. It had three levels, a main floor with kitchen, living room and dining room. The other two levels are beside that part of the house and consisted of bedrooms upstairs and a bar and a creepy room in the basement. Around two or two, uh, three, uh, sorry, around two or two thirty, everyone decides to call a cab and go home. However, I did not want to call my own cab as I was going to a different location. So I told my friends that I would instead be staying the night at the house. My friend, who at this point was beginning to think it was a little crazy, start warning me that this house is haunted. I was not a believer in the paranormal and declined his advice that I did not stay there. He urged me one last time as the cab sat parked out front of the house. I told him I was fine and not to worry as everyone was running down to the cab upon hearing the house was haunted. So now I'm suddenly all alone in this large, unfurnished house. Immediately there's an eerie, creepy feeling as I walk up to the bedroom to lay on the makeshift bed on the floor. I was a little uneasy and had left the lights on in the house, closed my door and had the curtains left open. This was in Saskatchewan, Canada, in the middle of winter. Snow was everywhere. They would reflect the street lights and light up the rooms generously. Laying on the floor with my feet towards the door and my head towards the window, I heard someone cough, thinking to myself that it was strange that I could hear someone cough I started to tell myself that it was possible, however unlikely that I could be hearing the neighbors cough. To my horror, I then heard footsteps walk up the stairs from the basement, start walking around on the main level of the house. Lying there frozen with fear, I did not have a clue what to do, so I just lay there. Going through my head, I was imagining the sounds, or maybe someone was playing a trick on me, and I should get up and go see who was in the house with me. I indeed was frozen. when I tried to get up, I could not really bring myself to move, so I just lay there listening to the rather unusual sounds move about the house. Not long after that, and very abruptly, the footsteps came stomping up to the stairs and stomped down the hall directly to my bedroom door, where they stopped. I was literally having a panic attack, realizing my friend was not lying about the house being haunted, and now whatever this thing is is standing outside my bedroom door. Frozen in my bed, I noticed a shadow on the wall starting to rise up first a hooded head, then the shoulders, there's a torso, and at this point I broke out of my frozen state and sat up. My brain told me that if there's a shadow on the wall, that meant someone was peering in the window and casting a shadow into the room. So I spun around to look at the window. To my absolute horror, there was nobody there, and now I had to turn back around to face the ghost. Not having the courage to do so, fight or flight instinct kicked in, and I turned to face the shadow on the wall for another look at this Robed tall large shadow. I was expecting it to have gotten larger as it was growing. When I turned to look at the window, it was gone. Now I'm sitting on the floor expecting more crazy things to happen, but the house was silent. I started considering jumping out of the window because I did not want to go through the house or reach the front door. Again, I'm frozen with fear and do not know what to do. And I don't even want to turn my back on the room that I was in to open the window. Maybe I blacked out, but it felt like no time at all at the front door. And the front door unlocks and opens. It's my friend. He was too afraid to come in, so he called me. Are you all right? Wasting no time, I jumped up, ran through the house, and went to my friend. I saw the shadow. Let's get out of here, he replied. We left and never went back to this day. So that's my ghost story. Hope it was interesting. Thank you for allowing me to share. Yeah, nothing like a sleepover in an old house that's kind of abandoned.
2: Well, I didn't get it, though, because it was like everybody called a cab and that person didn't because they were going to go someplace else, but uh, then yeah. they ended up staying there.
0: I, I don't know why they came back, if they were looking for their friend or what the deal was.
2: Yeah, because it's like, if they were ha- having a creepy feeling and they all leave, mm-hmm. I'd be going with them.
0: Yeah. But for but you some know reason... What that happened
2: to me once? I was... um really young but I and anytime you date a guy named Gypsy it's never really going to be a great relationship Gypsy? <laughs> yeah he was a biker anyway so I'm dating this guy and they would left for work I'm still at the house and so we'd had this party the night before and my friend called over to see if I was there
0: mm-hmm.
2: I was talking to her on the phone and this guy coughed upstairs mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my God, I'm not the only one in the house. There's somebody else in here. She goes, who is it? I go, I don't know. Some guy, he's upstairs. He was coughing. And so I said, well, because it's just two guys who live there and I knew them both really well. And so I'm like, let me go up and see if, I don't know why I thought I should go up and check it out. But I did. And there was nobody there. And she heard the cough on the phone too. It was that loud. That is creepy what's up with ghosts and coughing?
0: You would hope that by the time you're dead, those sort of things, those physical maladies right? would not be an issue. It Really, it sucks to think that, well, you're dead, and guess what? You still get the pleasure of coughing.
2: Your emphysema never left.
0: Yeah, you still get that. Yeah.
2: So, you like, I, I should have never been dating that guy to start with, because it was a relationship that was going nowhere, but um... <laughs> because his name was Jesse. <laughs> but but like I just wanted out once I realized there was nobody there and it was the middle of the day though mm-hmm. I just when you get that creepy feeling in a house I just like I would have left with everybody else mm-hmm. there wouldn't have even been any like why would you stay there and then go into the bedroom and stuff like if I was going to stay there maybe I'd be sitting on the front porch I don't know I don't know Oh, that gypsy. made me laugh he had me a anyway, gypsy. He said, gypsy. So i do like yeah because <laughs> at first when she's telling this story i'm like the guy's probably got some sort of mental illness sure. it kind of sounded like that you know look and you sit here and you can see it move underneath the door and all mm-hmm. that weird stuff yeah but then it really was haunted.
0: That would be just horrifying. I think sitting there laying on the floor and you know, you're the only one there and you got the steps going. And I mean, cause those things are very clear. If you're going to profess to have heard someone walking down the hall, I'm hoping it was what anyone would expect to hear of walking down the hall. Cause old houses, yes, they make noise, but that there's a difference but walking between that sound is different. Difference. There's no house that just makes the pitter patter of feet going across the floor. That's not a normal house sound. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you can hear those creaks and those very specific things step by step by step. It's just, yeah. But yeah, it's just a creepy story. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that one. 855-853-4802 is our number. Let's go to another call. Hi, you're on the air.
1: Hey, Tony. Hey everyone. Um, This is Tyler calling in again from Waterloo, Ontario. And thanks for playing my story the other day uh, on the Lantern episode. I really appreciate it. It was a story about Carl. For anybody who heard that, I'm sure you guys remember, um, or maybe not if this call is like airing like months from now. But basically, thank you so much for airing that because like that story um, was like one of the most like scary experiences that I've ever had. Well, not necessarily scary, but just kind of like you know, what just happened kind of thing um, that I've ever experienced. So to be able to not only call in, but to have it played for everyone to hear, it just means a lot to me. And, you know, it truly is like an honor to have your call air on this show because you guys have such a great show. Uh, you've got like a ton of listeners and... I just always felt like my call would never make it on air because there's so many people calling in, and I was thinking, well, you know, I'll call in, maybe, maybe that call would make it. Um, I never really like thought it would actually get on the air, so I was so happy to hear it. Um, so thank you guys. And I was biking when I heard that, and it, it just like I, I told you I always bike, but I was biking when I heard that, and I just like was so happy when I heard that. So thank you so much for airing that. Um, today I wanted to call back about something that has been going on for a couple of years. So basically I'm going to try and like explain this as good as I can. Um, it's kind of confusing because it's not like a specific paranormal event, it's more like a paranormal like thing that's been going on for a couple of years now. So basically like a couple of years ago and even now i I like to look at like old pictures online of like you know what life was like in like 1900 1910 you know like old pictures like that even stuff from the 40s and 50s um just like any old pictures i just like kind of going online sometimes i think a lot of people do just to kind of see what life was like a long time ago uh, to kind of get a glimpse into, into other people's lives from generations past. Um, specifically, like when you're looking at the really old pictures, like 1910, you know, stuff like that. So I was looking, and this was a couple of years ago, I was looking at, um, these pictures online of like kids my age. So, you know, like teenagers, uh, like I was 16, two years ago, I'm 18 now, but like, you know, just kids my age from 1911. I, I just kind of wanted to see like what was life what was life like for them, uh, you know, over a hundred years ago. Um, and I remember I came across this one picture of uh, they were like bike messengers from 1911. And I remember like the picture had like five people in it, like five five kids, uh, like you know teenagers. And I remember. There was one that I saw and for some reason, I felt like this like connection, like, you know, you know, when you like know somebody for so long and you just have that connection to them, like that bond or whatever. I don't know how to explain what I felt. It's not like I was like, it's not like I knew them for years because obviously I never knew them. They were alive and passed away before i even came into this world so it's not like i knew them but it was like that kind of like personal connection like you know that person and i was thinking okay that's weird i'm getting drawn into this one person uh on the picture and that's happened other times before but what followed with this never happened before so basically i just kind of forgot about the picture you know i just thought okay maybe they look familiar or something And a couple days later, after I first saw that, I remember I was, like, sleeping, and I had the most vivid dream I've ever had. And it was of that person. And in the picture that I saw, they were smiling—well, they were kind of smiling, not really, but a little bit. But in my dream, they came to me looking just like they did in the picture— and they were smiling like it was almost i don't know how to explain it but it it was kind of creepy actually like i don't know if they were happy or or what the smile was but just now thinking back on it i don't really know if if that was actually them or if that was like some sort of like energy pretending to be them just a smile like just i don't know it just kind of seemed a little off if that makes sense like it didn't look bad but I just remember it kind of being like a creepy smile Um, now that I look back on it like I didn't find it creepy at the time but just the memory like I I don't know it's just it was kind of creepy now that I'm thinking about it how they came to me in my dream like that and were smiling like I don't know it was just yeah again nothing like scared me about that at the time but it didn't stop there Um, I started seeing them in my room like, a lot. and Well, not always seeing them. Most of the time, it was just, like, feeling their presence. But I started to see something in my room, um, like, spe- specifically when I'd walk into my room. I'd see, like, some sort of, like, energy standing in the corner. And I had never seen this before I came across that picture and before, you know, before all this. Um, so, that energy, like, I think it was them. But the thing with all of this is, it's that i don't even even know if and this is what really shakes me up and i i can't even talk right when i'm thinking about this i don't even know this whole time if it was them like i don't know if it was that actual person from the picture uh just the fact that i never knew them but for some reason something was pulling me into the picture not literally but like emotionally and how they came to me in my dream and were smiling and um just like I don't know it just reminds me of like a demon trying to lure you in like I don't know if it is a demon I don't want to like be rude and assume it is because like I try to be nice I try not to judge people um, and you know it could actually be the kid from 1911 but what makes me wonder if it could be a demon or some sort of malevolent energy Maybe not malevolent, but some sort of energy, which probably would be malevolent if it was not the person that it's claiming to be. It just, it makes me wonder, because the kid, I they probably did not pass away at the age that they were in the picture, but when they came to me in my dream, they were the age they were in the picture, and I heard demons try and, like change the age like to you know come back and like i don't know how to explain this but i just don't think it was that kid because if it was like they probably lived on from that age i don't know they could have passed away around that age when the picture of them was taken that i'm referring to but it just makes me wonder like they probably lived on and for for their spirit to be coming to me i never knew them and they're coming to me even though i kind of like was looking at the picture and and knew about them after i saw it it's not like they came to me out of nowhere but for them to be coming to me at that age uh and that's probably not the age they passed away at it just makes me think it's some sort of energy that is not who it is claiming to be and again I believe that usually when that kind of thing happens it's a malevolent energy it might not be but I just I don't know I have a feeling that if it's not who they say they are it could be a bad energy masquerading as like this person from the picture and what also kind of makes me wonder if it's a demon or something that's not who they say they are is the fact that I was getting drawn into that person in the first place with this like almost like really strong emotional connection um, to someone who lived and passed away before I even came into this world. So it's just I don't know how to explain it without kind of like going on and on, but it's just really crazy because, and to this day I still sense that they're here sometimes in my in my bedroom because, you know I think that they're always there in my room because that's the place they came into my dream. Like, I think they're always kind of there because they know I'll be there, um, especially at night. And, you know, nothing bad has ever happened. So I don't want to, like, try and say that they're 100% a demon. Um, it could very well be be that person. And maybe they were trying to draw me in because they wanted uh, someone to talk to. You know what I mean? It could very well be that person who they say they are. Like, it really could be. But... I just have a feeling that there's the possibility it might not be. And I'm not trying to say that it's not them, but it, it is possible that it might not be them. It could be something pretending to be them. And that's the scary part, the the unknown, right? Like the, the fear of what if this is not who they say they are. Um, but to this point, nothing ever bad has happened, and I don't want to jinx that. So I'm kind of banking on the fact that it really could be who they say they are. Uh, Because usually some sort of demon would try and do something by now. But what I'm also kind of staying on alert with is the fact that maybe they're just waiting until I let my guard down. You know, maybe they were just waiting. Because I guess demons have no timeline or whatever, ghosts have no timeline. So I'm just kind of wondering maybe are they waiting to try and do something. But at the same time, I'm thinking... They probably would have tried to do something if they were going to do something bad by now. So it, it really, it could be who they say they are. It might not be. Um, I don't think that it's malevolent because it probably would have done something by now. And I don't want to jinx that, but I just don't even know what to think about all this. So that's why I wanted to call it in. I hope you guys hear this and talk about it. Um, I'd really like to hear your opinion and I'm sorry that this call went on so long. I mean, I know I shouldn't be sorry cause, uh, cause I mean, it's, it's, it's a story. It's hard to tell this fast. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, thank you guys so much for what you do. I appreciate it. I hope I hear this sometime. Um, and also I just wanted to, um, really quick thanks Carol for saying that I'm a nice person. Cause like that, that made my day when When you said that about the uh, after listening to the story about Carl, um, because you said, like, he's so nice and talk about the guy that makes you feel good. And when I heard you say that about me, that just made me smile so much like it it really brightened my day to hear that. So thank you so much. Um, And thank you to all of you who make this show. It's an amazing show. I love you guys. Have a great day. And I hope I can hear your opinion on this story because uh, this is one of the most, like, intricate things in the paranormal that's ever happened to me. So thanks, guys. Have a great day.
2: Carol. (laughs) That's so nice. But what was funny is as soon as he started talking, I thought, oh, that's a really nice guy. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's, like, a really nice guy. He is, yeah. Like a guy you'd want to hang out with and talk about the demon. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's a demon. I really don't. No, I don't have any feeling at all that it's a demon. You know where my mind went, where, when he was talking about that, because I've done that, like looking at old pictures before. And I don't know if this is something I saw in a movie once, but like sometimes I'm looking at old pictures and I'm like, I'm like, wouldn't it be weird if I saw me? Mm -hmm. Or wouldn't it be weird if I saw it like you? Sure. Oh, my God, it's Tony. Yeah. And I'm sure I saw that in a movie at some point. But I was thinking like a reincarnation thing was where he was going with it. Mm -hmm. Like that's somebody he knew in a past life. So I don't know where he stands on that whole thing. But that's where I thought the story was going. I don't feel like. And and also, I think that when you. I, I definitely think you know, we've all been in a situation where you walked in someplace or looked at a picture or something. You got that weird feeling like I've done this before. I've been there before that whole deja vu thing. So I think seeing that picture really impacted him and things that really impact you show up in your dreams.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And who knows, like maybe it is some previous life experience relationship he had with somebody. I don't know, but I think that I think that stuff could happen and I think that person could show up in his dream and that person could have actually died that day. You don't know the backstory to anything. But I just don't at all feel like it's an evil thing. I think, like he said, he would have known before now. Mm-hmm. But it is disturbing when something like that happens. It's like, what the hell was that? But did you feel anything? I didn't get super
0: I didn't, negative. I didn't, I like didn't get that? negative. No, I know he was talking like that, but I don't. I didn't really feel like I don't know why he hmm. was going there necessarily. But
2: I don't think I think that um, it's a cool experience, and you know you have no idea why you have that connection to that person. Um, you know, because it's weird. Like sometimes you'll meet someone in real life, and it's like. Oh my God, it's like, I've known you forever. Yeah. Like you're like immediately that comfortable with someone. Maybe it was kind of that feeling he had when he saw the picture mm-hmm. of that person. And it was so impactful, that person, you know, impactful things show up in your dreams. Um, and then I think that can just kind of open you up to it because it's like that was so real or so whatever that it kind of makes going back to sleep the next night, a little disturbing. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, is that going to happen again? Sure.
0: I can revisit it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I just, I don't think it's a bad thing. I really don't. And I think that sometimes when you let things simmer like that, like, especially if you're like letting yourself think it could be a demon, that shit doesn't leave you (laughs) because it's like, or is it a demon? And I just think you would know that by now.
0: One could convince yeah. themselves of anything if if they exactly. kind of go, go down that rabbit hole. But yeah I, yeah, I didn't really feel a whole lot that it went there. But I, what a great movie plot idea where it's, here, here's the idea. You have uh, something where it's going along the same timeline throughout a year. It's like, okay, there's a murder that's, that takes place on uh, April 8th. And then you're you're learning about this murder and you're studying it. And then you realize all the pictures from the um, the newspaper clippings and everything from this thing that happened a long time ago. Uh, the person that that's the murder looks so much like uh, someone who's a friend or a family member or something. And and they also have like the same initials or something. I mean, not quite the same name, but there's so much. that's exactly the same. And it's creepy. And and the there's certain things that happen to the uh the murderer uh that then happened directly uh to the person that's the friend in current time and they start connecting the dots going are you that person and then they turns out they have to confess that yes they are from that other time and they're traveling back and forth and they're living parallel lives and then you have to try and convince them to not commit the murder Oh, and because if and if you can do that, then it's gonna it, it'll end up you know saving something. Some there'll be some sort of payoff where it's like it then changes history and alters. Yeah, because history. then history
2: is changed because yep. that one event didn't happen.
0: Yep, and 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 the 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 twist on it is uh, because the murder was prevented, uh, and then history ends up changing and the timeline is changed that person who did all the stressing and, and made a really trusting relationship with the murderer uh, ends up never being born. And then they're just kind of gone at the end of it. Because and then
2: we're, yeah, and who was that person? Did that person ever exist? So well, obviously person that exist? person was like some ghostly person.
0: Mind blown. Hmm? There you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. And I think, I don't know, I think... The story that he's got is fascinating. Yeah. Like I think that whole idea of seeing a picture and being drawn to a person is kind of cool cuz it's like mysterious like what is it about that person? Exactly. Um but and I have no idea how he feels about reincarnation, but if he believed in that at all, that kind of lines up with that. Sure. Like he knew that person in a previous life. But I don't know. I I think that I think it's I think it's just a cool experience. And don't go into that demon thing, because I do not think that's going on.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
2: And that's just so dark. That's so dark to carry around with you. Don't
0: do that. Thanks for sharing. He's
2: too nice of a guy.
0: Thanks for sharing that uh, that story with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, help keep us on the air, become an extra podcast person and EPP at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. We greatly appreciate your support. Until next time, for Carol, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.